No, that my my podcast is, <laughs> and again, uh, like you can barely call it a podcast. Uh, but uh, comedians sometimes when you're doing stand up, you record your set. Mm-hmm. Like it's very common. Like most comedians do. Right. When if, when you're doing an open mic, when you're doing a show, you just like record it on your phone to learn from it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, or sometimes because you're trying a, like a new joke or you're trying something mm-hmm. and you want to hear back. Um, where do you got the laughter? I, for example, write a lot on on stage, so I go with an idea and just start talking. Cool. Um, for how so, long? Oh, usually whatever they give you at the mics, which is like between four and five minutes. Uh, sometimes less, but I, I usually tend to do the longer ones because I can do that more. So yeah. you just talk, and then that's awesome. I go back to the tape and I listen. Oh, this got a laugh. This got a laugh. So next time I go up, I just say the things that got a laugh. Uh, so I compiled some of those recordings and I'm just putting it together on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they don't live on my phone forever. You know, it's it's interesting because I'm not a stand-up comedian. First uh-huh. of all, I admire what you do. I'm Thank gonna you. have you. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have you introduce yourself in in who you are, what you do. But first, I just want to ride what you just said. Um, but I make music, so I collect sounds, and and I think it's helpful to just like, it's helpful to just go through and collect sounds, see which ones work, right? And then based on those, I you can build a song, like yeah. a podcast. I can make a song, and it takes time to find the sounds that work. And I, you said four to five minutes, and f- maybe for people who don't do stand up, that sounds like a short amount of time. But when you're the only one in a room with a lot of eyes and ears directed to you and you're expected to fill the space with not only interesting and engaging information but in stuff that's going to make you laugh you know like as a stand-up that's your job is to make people laugh so it's like that's a lot of pressure um oh it could be five minutes that can be it could seem like a long time especially yeah when you when you're a little bit more prepared, and let's say you have like your five minutes, you have a good five minutes that you feel comfortable. Yeah. And you go to an open mic and no one laughs at the first joke, and you know you have oh, four boy. more minutes to keep going. Yeah. Dude, those four minutes can be long, <laughs> can be very long. Yeah. Soul searching. Very. It's constantly. Well, welcome to Looking for Artists uh, in the spirit of. My guests are the guests' arrival. Uh, I just kind of asked Ben to press record and we continued our conversation. So, for basically for the past uh, 15 minutes, we've been having the episode without you guys. So, thank you for listening. Today, we have a very special guest, like we do every week. So, I'll give a uh, preliminary kind of lackadaisical uh, drum roll and you can introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Juan Nicolón. <laughs> awesome name. Is that that was a, a good introduction? It's very it. good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I don't. Um, I'm I'm kind of like into the idea of I had a guest on this at Boundary Spanner, so uh-huh. that's it's just bigger than like asking you to assign three bullet points or like two things about what you do. But like I'm kind of interested if 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 you had to for the thought experiment, you're Juan. What do you do? So I'm a comedian. I'm a comedian first. Boom. I would say 
I'm a stand-up comedian. That's a little, like, it's been on and off for a long time. Mm -hmm. But this last year, that's been my main focus. I've been just doing stand-up all the time. Have you noticed um, a shift when you have decided to put all of your focus on stand-up? Oh, 100%. Like uh, a shift in myself and how mm -hmm. much fun I'm having on stage. A shift on how productive I became when I had like an outlet that I consistently can put out. And yeah, just like a shift in, yeah, and just like a, in life in general and like rediscovering a new meaning of what you want to do. I mean, I've always knew it was comedy related, but uh, in the process of last year, I solidify my objective and like I want to be a stand-up comedian. That's what I'm gonna want to do. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. So, are there any other things that you also do? Yeah. Well, I I always like to think that there's two more like big pillars in my life. Uh, one is uh, working out. I do work out a lot and just fitness in general. And you enjoy it? Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's um, pretty addicting. Yeah, it was pretty addictive. But uh, there's, there's been times in my life that I, I hadn't had that much time. Mm -hmm. And the other would be, uh, well, it's a, it's, a, it's a tie. It's a tie in, into kind of literally activities. Uh, I would say between uh, video games and uh, uh I like the sex. I like it good, you know? The sex, you like it good? I like it good. Hell Myself, yeah. I like it. Yeah. But, uh, sexy times and video games would occupy that third spot. I mean, you know, that last one may not even fall into the category of leisure. Uh, well, it's a lot of work if you're doing it right. Yeah. And it may be art, you know? It may be all of it. Oh, yeah, there's I mean, definitely... Leisure, uh, work, I've, art. I've met some artists, for sure. For sure. During been, sexy times? During sexy times, for yeah. sure. We met. Have you ever had sexy times in the video games? <laughs> in the video games? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I actually had. Uh, there was a. There was these. Uh, be, it was, it was kind of like a virtual reality place, but uh, it really? was called Second Life. A long time ago, it's been. I mean, I think it's pretty. It's still online. We Whoa. just. It was kind of like a video game without the elements of a video game. It was like a massive multiplayer online game. Mm -hmm. Without the elements of like game. objectives, yeah, exactly. We'd, so you just come in; it's like a so active chat room, like a. It will, exactly, it would be like pretty That's much cool. that. That's I watch the, hours of that on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, I watch that. It would <laughs> be so you would have an avatar, and there would be a city, and you would just be walking around with your avatar, and there was the option to have sex with random strangers' <laughs> avatars. So <laughs> I'm definitely. I've done that. What was uh, your avatar, if you're comfortable sharing? My avatar was a lady. Was a, I don't remember much. I did it also like as a part of... A, I used to write for a magazine about mm -hmm. video games. Oh, cool. So I did it kind of like as an assignment. And, uh, awesome. Uh, it ended up with me <laughs> having sex with uh, probably a bunch of avatars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you watch Black Mirror? 
I I know of off it, but I've never watched it. There's a Black Mirror episode about this very thing. Oh, I would imagine. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, and then yeah, they yeah. did it. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, so I I no pun intended. I have a PS4 right uh, right there. Nice. I, I also do the video games. The video games. I also enjoy the sexy times. Sexy times. Um, who does? Well, there's some people though. There might be, there might be some people who don't. Yeah, that's true. Working out, I also like. That's true. Well, it's so not going to be a hard podcast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was also going to ask. Um, yeah. Well, first of all, the reason I ask is there anything else you do? Is because I think it's a good context for like even if you do have a soul purpose or a soul focus, I think it's a good launching off point to be like, well, what maybe might inform you as a comedian might be the other things you do. So I just like to know, like yeah. we can definitely dive into the comedic and the comedian life. But uh, I, I also, it's cool to know that you, yeah. you like to work out. I love to work out. What's no. your favorite exercise right now? So right now, I mean, I, I love, so I, I've never, I've always been scared about compound, like uh, the, the best exercise. things. Like, yeah, I've yeah, always, yeah. because <laughs> I never, so I didn't like do weights for a long time because I was scared. I was, do like, cardio. So I did mostly cardio. I used to yeah. run a lot. Uh, I did uh, cl- like climbing, rock climbing, like oh, bold- me too. bouldering. Yeah, mostly. not rock climbing. No, not real. Never real. Climbing. I did it, but I didn't uh, enjoy it. I, 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 yeah, I could never even like fit it into my life to just go out and just do it. I always wanted to. But uh, then I hurt my hand after a year, so I even like stopped that. Mm-hmm. But it's expensive; it's not cheap. Uh, Surprisingly expensive. Yeah. So I did bouldering for a while. I, I like I like I bike a lot. Uh, but these last two years, I've like been focusing on on weights again, mm-hmm. like just going to the gym, just like. And I've been loving it too, but I scared. I was scared about compound, like uh, like deadlifts. I was like super scared, like. Uh, but I said, "Fuck it!" Like uh, you have to do them. They're the best. You have to do. Them. You know, they're the they're, they're the best for you. Yeah, it's also like a pain in the ass because I do blank fitness, so it's like yeah, to I get hear you. to get any of the of the bars is like it's like an insane wait times. So and even if you do deadlifts. With perfect alignment in form with the bars, it's there is still a risk. Oh yeah. So the fear is real, and I yeah. think it's warranted. But there's also, I think, <clears throat> what feeds that fear is the the distance away, or just not doing the deadlifts. Yeah. Like you, it's you're it, they're fearful when you don't do them, but when yeah. you do them, you actually it feels really good. Yeah, like, uh, and it's been my favorite since since I've started doing it. I was a member at Blink. And now I go to New York Sports Club, and they offer yeah. a, the trap bar, uh-huh. which is the the one that you stand in the middle of. Yeah, and it's like a diamond shape around you. Yeah, and um, that's a, just a lot safer for deadlifts. So I find that I am only pretty much exclusively doing that now. So my bar exercises are for like presses and bench, you know, bench and shoulder and incline, and yeah, I don't really do decline bench. I no, just me feel too, I feel too silly. Oh yeah, like, uh, I've done it when that's the only thing available, and I need to yeah, fit yeah, yeah, another yeah. exercise. It's like, yep. okay, yeah, sure, let's okay, do yeah, this. Yeah. It's like I gotta do something. Yeah, like I don't want to wait for like ten minutes. Yep. So I was just like, okay, let's do this silly one. Yeah, you're literally like, I have ten other things yeah. I'd rather do. And I hurt wait. myself. I hurt myself bad on the decline. On, on the yeah, on the decline. Yeah. Getting like getting like mounting it. 
No, no, with the exercise. Oh, with the exercise, because yeah. I Because I didn't do it much. So I did it one time. And and now I have like a like a weird like uh, bulge in in the chest like it's mm. it's very small but it was like something that healed wrong mm-hmm. and now it's there yeah maybe it's just like a little patch of muscle <laughs> it's one tiny place <laughs> like we are free and we want to <laughs> claim our territory <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah trying to make its claim yeah yeah write its name on your chest yeah. uh, okay so comedy. Yeah. When did this start in your life? Ooh, it was uh, so professionally. Uh, I would say. I mean, it's been like I've been doing it for like fifteen years, kind of. That's pretty wild. In some form, uh, with different uh, grades of success. Um, some because it's the nature of the business. Sometimes you're doing great. Sometimes. You're not doing that great. Like, there's more jobs, there's less jobs. But uh, consistently, I've been doing it for 15 years. Like, I started with a started around 22, and I had a magazine with a friend. Uh, I wanted to work in advertising, so I met a friend that I wanted to work in advertising too, and we said, "Okay, uh, we hit it off. We both like comedy, and we said, like, let's instead of just doing like a portfolio to work as a copywriter." Let's just make like a magazine. Let's just write a magazine, uh, like a like a scene, and we we just like did it. It was like a comedy magazine where we just started writing articles. It's like, would this be fun? Would this be fun? What if we put ourselves in the cover and we put ourselves in the cover? <laughs> and what if we say like the <laughs> the magazine is like the art. The main article was. Uh, uh, we're super excited uh, to be in the cover of the magazine. <laughs> <laughs> and it was us just like thumbs up. Uh, <laughs> and, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> it was so silly. silly. And then yeah. we did a second one and it was like, oh, oh, uh, our life has not changed, even though we are successful. And we're again in the cover of the magazine, even though it's us. <laughs> Did you do thumbs up again? No, we were on. We were wearing suits for the because the first one was very silly. Yeah, the second one like we wear suits and like against the wind. <laughs> it was like a photo shoot. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was a good, good picture. Uh, so yeah, we're and we're we're still friends. We did we did a couple of those. Um, it was so much work though. It was so much work. Mm. And we ended up getting jobs in advertising through the magazine. But also we got like some fans. It was all back home. I'm from Uruguay. Um, and we got, and I, yeah, then we couldn't do it anymore together because we were busy actually working. But I wanted to keep doing it. So I did my own magazine for mm. For like three more yeah. issues, yeah, and I was shitting on my friends, <laughs> just saying it's like now I'm alone. I'm gonna be great. This is my time to shine. Were you being genuine? Uh, no, no. It was uh, part of the bit. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was part of the bit. Yeah, but 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 I, it, it, was, it was like the whole thing was based in reality. So there were elements that were based in it's funny. truth. I mean, in danger, uh, kind of dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like it was all very personal. All everything, usually everything I've done has been like pretty personal, pretty. Is that by choice or just kind of by um, instinct? I think it's by it's a little bit of both. Hmm. I think it's what comes more natural to me. Um, 
to a determined because sometimes I speak about things like you should probably don't shouldn't speak about this like uh like because some stories are not yours to tell, like an ex or you uh, know something like that. You change uh, names though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sometimes, but sometimes <laughs> even if you don't change the name, you yeah, know they, the story still... is the story, and your friends know who that person is, and yeah. But it doesn't matter. It that doesn't that hasn't happened that much, or like we, yeah. Um, but yeah, so after the magazine enough people like the magazine that I decided to just do a stand-up show back home. Uh, and that's how kind of like started. And then at some point I said, okay, uh, I, there's not much more to do in year Y. If I want to like do this comedy for, sh- for real, <clears throat> I mean, I have to go where the best people are. So I came here. You hit the ceiling. In Uruguay, yeah. It's, yeah. It's not a, it, at the time, it wasn't a very high ceiling. Uh, right. I just, I think it is, it's it's important to recognize when, if you feel that you've hit the ceiling in your community, yeah. that it's good to kind of like invite change, healthy yeah. change into your life. And I think, you know, when you said that you split away from your friends with the magazine, the best excuse or justification for that is both of you being busy yeah. you know, on the, on the track, on the journey. Yeah. Cause I think that, you know, with every artist, regardless of your medium, but specifically with comedians, you know, especially if you're like going on the road, it's a journey. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you came here and then I came here. Yeah. Is and this I came here for comedy? Yeah. Is, was this the, um, is this the standard for comedy? New York uh, City? I would say it's either... So there's three main places in the United States you can do comedy. It's Chicago, uh, Los Angeles, and New York. But is America uh, probably America? the place that... I feel like comedy-wise, yes. Okay. I okay. mean, everybody's comedy is different. Um, so what works... Some, sometimes there's like a big like Russian comedian... Uh, for example, but he does stuff that com- like Russians like. Um, but I would say, like back home, for example, there's a lot of carnival stuff that is very local, that that is, no matter how good you are here, you w- wouldn't be able to translate that there. Sure. But I would say, in general, it is considered the the home base of world entertainment in, in some ways uh america um for better or for worse for better or for worse yeah but yeah. Uh, again it's very subjective because i mean bollywood has its own like right million dollars right billion dollars billion like, dollar industry uh, uh, industry yeah. the same with china they have their own thing the comedies there yeah. are different yeah. and the comedies there is very different but even then they 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 look up to united states a lot too for reference they, they, they uh, yeah a lot of it started here so stand up started here uh they it was kind of like a thing created in america okay so i have this uh, it's probably not even a running theory that I have, but it's uh, just a thought that keeps recurring, is that uh, as artists, I think that 
we make connections. You know, I think the human mind has the potential to make connections wherever we go. That's what it is, I think. That's what it is that help us build our perception of reality and helps us define our experience. But uh, I think, you know, we, we, as artists especially, we, we make connections. That's what we, we, we want to do. Yeah. So with you in your mind and how it works... First of all, did you choose comedy or did comedy choose you type of thing? And, and then why are you sticking with, why have you committed to the com- the comedian's path, the comedian medium to, uh, you know, articulate and express your, your thoughts? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I, I think it was more of a conscious thing. Because right. I, I get, I did, yeah, comedy. I didn't think it was funny growing up. Like, I've, I was never, like, the funny guy in the class. I wanted to be, but I was, like, I, like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. I completely failed miserably. Like, yeah. I, 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 because I, I, I never thought of myself as funny, but, like, I would do things, like, I wasn't the clown, the class clown, but I would do things... Class clowns are sad. Oh, they're very sad. Not funny. Uh, no, no, not funny. They're like, but I would like, for example, an example of a joke that I would do. It was more like a, I was more like a rebellious, or like or like just get bored and like I needed to entertain myself. Mm-hmm. And like a, a joke, and I do this uh, while doing air quotes. It was to just grab my my seat, my class seat, turn it upside down with with the legs up. And sit on that and pretend that it was normal. You did that? Oh, a hundred percent. Like I did it. I, I, like and so the teacher would walk in. <laughs> the teacher would walk in, and I was like sitting in the whole thing, like upside down. And the joke was on me because <laughs> because the teacher like doubled down on me and didn't address it. And like she is oh, like she she saw I was being like, an okay. idiot. She says like I was being an idiot. And it's like oh you're sitting like that. I was like okay sit like that the whole class. She literally let you sit in it. Yeah, and, and I was, sit in the moment. Yeah, and I was, yeah, Did and you it was feel very, like more of an idiot. Oh, how did, that, you immediately feel like an idiot. Like five minutes in, then you're sitting in a very uncomfortable position. Then like your ass hurts. It's like and then you Damn don't want to back down. You don't want to back down. Back, where did you did you back down? I I a hundred percent backed down. Yeah, and he was very sad. He was like maybe like like fifteen. See, that's where you might cross the line and become class clown. <laughs> maybe but like maybe he was, that's all a class clown. But no is. one was laughing. No one was paying attention. Oh. Like like he got a couple of giggles here and there, but it's like <laughs> he's just being an idiot. And then like I slowly <laughs> stood up. Turn it around and set in the correct way because it was gonna be uncomfortable the whole fucking class, you know. Probably get a hernia. Yeah, it was not. It was not smart. Yeah, you know. And the thing is, you probably didn't learn a thing. Oh no, because you were just thinking. You were just in your head the whole time. Oh yeah. Are you ever? Have you ever bombed? Like had moments like that on stage where then the rest of the set, you're just in your head. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that happens what, all the what, time. Do, do you have any stories of things that kind of still to this day may trigger your <laughs> memory of the experience? Like, oh, yeah, like, like PTSD? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you have any bad... Like, I have really, a couple of really bad ones. It's, look, this is the thing. It's impossible not to bomb. 
Uh, okay, yeah. It's impossible. Like, first of all, not everyone is going to like you. Not, you're, you're not going to connect with everyone. Uh, it's just, it's very hard, you know, to connect with every single person. People are very different, and you're going to connect really well with some people, and you're not going to connect with some others. Then, if you do open mics, you're going to bomb. If you're working on new material, you're going to bomb. You know, it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so the trick is, you. I feel like you get good when you start enjoying the bombs, you know? When you can have a bomb and it's like, oh, this was a like a wine tasting. It's like, mm, this was a savory, savory bomb. Yeah, this yeah, this yeah, will yeah, last. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's that's it's, nice. And then there, it happens, too, that you bomb with your material, with your good material that you really like. And that happens too all the time. Um, it, it happens less often as you get better, but every now and then it happens. And it's like, okay, I gotta like <laughs> rethink my life again. Yeah. Uh, but I had a one really bad one at the beginning. The worst bombs I think are at the beginning when you're not used to bombing. Hmm. Those are the ones that like sting the most. When, when, when you still don't know, like what it is to really bomb and yeah and it will throw you off is probably a, as a beginner or as when you're first yeah. starting out there's probably the uh a propensity to like take it personally oh yeah yeah uh so the so my like a mom i remember st stuck to me for a long time is i did stand up in in spanish back home at a place uh, it was a comic convention, comic um, book convention. Um, and there were like 700 people, which for Uruguay is a lot. But it was all teenagers and like rowdy kids in like a big theater. Um, and I came in to do stand-up at a place that's like at a time where stand-up was not a thing in Uruguay. Like there weren't stand-up comedians. Uh and I, I, like, in between, so they did, like, a cosplay, like, uh, kind of, like, show, or, like, and then the, the judges would, like, talk about the customs and decide who wins. So I went in between the showcase of the customs and the deliberation and the, the <laughs> announcement of the winner. Yeah. So I had to do stand-up there. Sounds and, like a tight spot. Oh, horrible no yeah. one wanted to see okay me. Yeah. no one that's what it sounded like and even worse i was not prepared so i <laughs> oh, no. in like i went and i did my material like my personal material about my life you know kind of off the cuff no no, no i had it written but, okay okay but it was about me and they didn't knew who i was and they could not give a fuck any less about anything about me and immediately they started shouting the worst things you uh, can imagine. Uh, they, of course, no one was laughing, uh, but like they were actively heckling. But like, I imagine like 700 rowdy kids like actively shouting at you. And I would calm them down for like seconds and, 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 and then like nothing would work, could not hold their attention. They started throwing things at me. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they would throw like whatever they could find. It was like combat. It was bad, bad, bad. I at, at one point during the set, I lay down on the floor of the stage 
and just like like kept doing it like no in a fetal position way. to say like <laughs> this is the worst thing that happened in my life. I hate you all. Kind of like as a joke to try to get them back. But also kind of being honest. But also kind of like being honest, yeah. And and it was the worst. Um, yeah, man. I mean, whenever <sighs> humans forget that other people are humans, it's the worst. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. But that was the... But I didn't know... That was the rule of the the showcase. Like, it was, it, it was kind of like the rules of the place. Because the people that went on with their, like, costumes would get heckled, too. Like, everybody was getting heckled. And then you would go off stage and you would heckle the next person. It was like it was part like of... It was like the culture. It was the culture of the place. And I didn't know. Okay. Um, so next year... Like it, and this one has a like a like a feel good ending. I so I prepared really hard for it. Mm. Like a, like I like I didn't do any of my material. I wrote like all new material, like thirty minutes of new material, just about comics, just about stuff that they would be interested in, anime and like stuff like that. And and I went in, and when I went in, also I came in with a lot of energy and like also like with a with a heckling the audience yeah, from man. the stage. Yeah. You know? Like Dishing aggressive. It out. Yeah. And 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 I did very well that time. But like you gotta go but that bomb was hard. Like that bomb took me a while to get over, you know? But uh, you learn, you know? You it's learn part of from the, the bombs. Yeah. 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 I think that's true regardless of the medium. Oh yeah. Regardless of the profession. Yeah. Like you know, even if you're not an artist. Oh yeah. See, that's what's cool uh, to know what you said about like coming back the next year and making sure that it was that the subject material was not only appropriate for the culture, but then it was also something that everyone cared about. Like it got too personal, it got too niche, it got too specific, and you realized that the crowd couldn't relate. So you then you adapted and you changed the material so that pe more people were interested. That's kind of like a cool metaphor for like what I did with like my kind of artistic approach in general, where I was looking at the things I was doing and they were just very, very specific. And it's not that there was anything wrong with that, but with what I wanted to do with the crowd that, uh, that is out there, you know, it's like I wanted to just change the material a little bit. Yeah. 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 So I, I, I think that like that's that's <clears throat> both why I admire comedians, but I'm also very uh, scared to to try to go out there and do that. I mean, you know, it is scary. Open yeah. mics are scary. Yeah. But also. It, you are in the same position as everybody else, you know, it's like in the sense that open mics are for the most part, you know, they're rough for everyone, you know. I've seen, like, a very good comedians bomb there. And that's a good learning, too. So it's, you know, it's like, that's everything. You just do it enough, and then it gets less hard as you go. Yeah. If you had to make a, uh, like, a Mount Rushmore of comedians that either inspire you or that you think are the best. Yeah. What would they be? Well, it's tough. Because not, to, not to say Rushmore is such an American yeah. reference, but like, you I'm, know. I am aware of it. 
yeah, and you live here, so it's yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I will, yeah. Uh, Theodore Roosevelt. Uh, you have. I don't Washington. even know that. I don't know. Yeah, you have that's Washington a, Theodore uh, Roosevelt. You have. Uh, you have Thomas Jefferson, and oh, what was the, who's the fourth one? I always know. I'm very. And Lincoln, of course. Ashamed of that I don't know. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, you, um, boss. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for cleaning it. But up. I do. I like. Uh, I like history. So it's like I'm not very good yeah. at it, but yeah. I, I can't remember most things. But I am a fan of history. I'm a fan uh, of history. Wish I had paid it more attention. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. if you had oh, to make, a, if you had if to had, make one, uh, it's it's a rough. If is is rough to choose. Yeah, I'm, uh, it's like I'm asking you, what's your favorite musicians? I'm pretty sure you have like a lot. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe I mean, in terms thought. of like um, but, ones that that I think about every day that yeah. really shape me, I think I could narrow it down just for like shits and giggles sake. Yeah, I is the same. Like I can narrow it down, but I don't think it would be like a definitive. It's no. like a, it's like an always changing one. Also, yeah. and right. let's let's say this. I mean, a lot of the really good comedians are also have a fall of grace in the last couple of years due to personal conflicts uh, that have tarnished their reputation. And um, also just cha like changes in culture and society. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not necessarily that what they're doing has been any different. It's yeah. not been inconsistent with comedians no. of the past. Like, for example, like, uh, like Louis C.K. was a big influence on me. Like, big, big, like, for a long time. Isn't uh, he back? He's he's still doing it, yeah. Yeah, he's back. But it's very hard for me to enjoy him anymore. I feel you. It's just like it's it's hard to for me to just watch him anymore. It's just like, yeah, um, is is. But he was like a big part of my development as a as a comedian. Just like watching his like stand up mm. specials, mm -hmm. like from Shameless and like a couple of others after. Uh, chewed up like they, they like he has like some really great specials and but yeah but now it's a conflict of, like I, I love John Mulaney a lot um yeah he makes John me Mulaney. laugh my ass off. yeah he's he's like very funny and I, I really like his he he like have you seen his Netflix special with the kids like, I started it like punch <clears throat> I like I like these things he do he does um I like how he dresses uh, up <laughs> he dresses up a lot, it's yeah. like he looks really sharp you know time, yeah. it works yeah yeah it works for him yeah, yeah but he yeah he's earlier i like i i've liked him because i I was always like a like a nerd so i liked him since his third album like uh, with what the, was that it's called the top part um he was mm. i don't know like maybe it was like yeah kind of like 13 years ago something like that maybe uh, I don't remember exactly. It was before I moved here, for mm. sure. Um, and yeah, I remember when he got the job at SNL. And the first year I was here, he was working on New in Town, which is his second album. Uh, and I, I used to just watch him do stuff at UCB, Upper Citizens Brigade, mm -hmm. uh, just work his hour. And I would watch his hour over and over. You That's can just, wild. Yeah, you can just go and watch it for like five bucks. 
Um, and I would just like watch him over and over. Um, yeah, he, I, I always like really like him because he had such a good, he has fantastic jokes, but he has such a good grasp of who he is and what is funny about him. And he had it from like very early on. So that, that was to me was like very inspiring hmm. because sometimes I do, I feel my jokes are not as sharp, but I have a good grasp of what is funny about me. I feel like, um, so I'm working on the joke part, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like that, that was very inspiring. And then I don't know, like, um, there's a lot of like, uh, very funny ladies, Maria, like Maria Bamford, just was a big influence on, on me, like growing up, um, Paul F. Tompkins. I love Paul F. Tompkins, even though it's not like super known, it's more known for podcasts now. Uh, but he has a, like a CD that is like, uh, impersonal, really, really funny. I haven't heard it. Um, I don't even know who that is, honestly. Paul F. Tompkins? Yeah. Oh, he's a big podcast guy. He's in every pod comedy podcast ever. So does you, he have a podcast of his own? He had a couple. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if he has one now. I think he has Freedom, I think is the podcast that he has now, mm -hmm. but he's always on Comedy Bang Bang. He's always on... Uh, any of the earwolf kind of like world. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, but he 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 has one that that CD was like super influential for me, impersonal. And then like uh, Sarah Silverman, I'd always loved. Um, I she's an OG. Yeah. 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 She's is well. She was when she started. She was like uh, she was alternative. She started the yeah. alternative movement, yeah, a little bit. Um, I, yeah, she's great. There's so many. Uh, recently, there's, there has been like some great. There's, there's this guy called Nate Bergazzi that I'm really enjoying lately. Uh, yeah, I could go on forever. Yeah, do you do you listen to a lot of po uh, comedy podcasts? Uh, I used to, not yeah. anymore. Yeah, not anymore. I used to like. Well, Conan O'Brien, he has a podcast now. Yeah, I heard. Uh, so good. I listen to that podcast. I still listen oh, to that cool. podcast every every week. But uh, Conan, big influence too. Well, and they're not necessarily stand-ups, but in the, you have to be in the Mount Rushmore uh, of comedy, like uh, Will Ferrell, uh, yeah. you know, uh, Julie Dewey-Dreyfus. Yeah. Amazing. I love she, Seinfeld, yeah, Larry David. Yeah, these are good reference. Yeah, these um, are good. Nom nominees, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Did you say Jerry Seinfeld as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Julie, my wife, she's been going back through Seinfeld and just watching every episode. Yeah. And it's just... He's still... Oof. Yeah, he's still great. It's uh, so great. He, he did a set on Gotham like two days ago, hmm. uh, just um, like working a new stand-up. I got to go to more stand-up. Stand-up is fun. Yeah, There's some really fun shows. Is. Every time I go, I have a moment where my <clears throat> my core yeah hurts. Oh yeah, because I'm just la like I I guess I'm just uh, I'm ready to laugh more yeah. than I admit. Well, that's you good. Know? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I just don't like comedy podcasts to be honest. Like it's not yeah. that I'm against them. No, I, no, no. I produce a few, but like I I don't listen to them by choice. Yeah, and I don't produce them by trade <laughs> necessarily. <laughs> But uh, maybe that'll change. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there are some that are really <clears throat> funny. Um, yeah. 
Okay, so, I mean, before I ask you all the questions that I want to ask and uh, open the floor to you to say whatever you want to say, I also want to end with a closing game. But uh, but here's like here's a question that I have been asking people that I think is really uh, helpful for listeners that may be like for you, like listeners that may be thinking about being a comedian and specifically listeners that don't live in the country because we have a lot of international listeners. Nice. Yeah. It's hello. really interesting. How are you guys hello. Doing? Hello. Yeah, a lot of Spanish speakers. Hola, actually. como están? Bienito. <laughs> Today I'm doing good. Nice. <laughs> yeah. uh, but um, so anyway, if there are comedians out there listening, and if they wanted v- advice on like either moving to pursue it or just pursuing it where they are, what advice would you give? You know, people that are wanting to, you know, put their see how the water feels. I feel like do it a lot is the biggest advice I can give in the sense of do it a lot. Do it a lot. That's the first thing you need to do. You have to do it a lot. You have to do it enough that even when it goes bad, you're still having fun. You know, you have to Mm -hmm. do it that much. Mm -hmm. Um, The thing, the reason why, oh, and the, the second, so would be do it a lot. And the second is find people that also really like to do it Mm. and they do it a lot community community so it would be like your own personal hard work and find a community okay uh and the reason why a lot of people move to new york particularly for stand-up um is because there's nowhere in the world that you can do as much stand-up in a day or in a week as you can do in new york like you can do five, six open mics in one day mm. if you time it right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's exhausting, but you can do it if you want. And there's also a big community. There's also a big like group of people doing it. You'll meet hundreds of comedians that are fantastic. Like literally right now, stand-ups alone, there's so many. It's like hundreds and hundreds. Like you can go to one open mic every day and you just walk through, like, you walk, like, three blocks from that mic, and you'll meet, like, a whole new community that do a completely different type That's of comedy. That's pretty wild. The, the, com- the comedy in Manhattan is completely different from the comedy in Brooklyn. The comedy in the um, uh, Harlem is completely different for the comedy in, like, the West Village. It's all different and that's what's great about new york it's like the more people you meet the best people you're gonna find the competition is bigger you're gonna get better and faster than anybody else exposure consistency community i feel like personality yeah so i would recommend go to the place that you can do it the most Uh, yeah in new york it is that makes sense both both locally but then also maybe start to think globally if you have the means. Well, yeah, now. Yeah, now. Yeah. I mean, I think now we live in a time where we have these devices in our pockets yeah. that can kind of put us wherever we need to be. Yeah, And 100%. open doors that uh, have otherwise been closed. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, so you can be famous just by holding your camera and like pointing <clears throat> at you. Right. Or we can have this conversation. Yeah. And share it with like many other people. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, so that advice, I guess, is specifically for half of, for like people that are trying to do live stuff. Live stuff is still restricted by physical uh, properties of you need a space and you need an audience and you need <laughs> to be there. Uh, right. So For if you want to be that type of comedian, well, yes. I'm interested because, I mean, to bring it back kind of full circle, you've had sexy times on the video games. Why not have comedic times on the... like? Like I think in some VR worlds they hold concerts. Oh and, yeah. And so maybe stand-up shows would be a that might be a cool way. Yeah. To test material. I think it's still never going to be the same as because you're not the there room. in the room. Yeah, the room just being surrounded by people has us. That's never going to die. So so okay. So I mean, do you think that if we don't completely obliterate the planet because we had. Day of fifty-five degree day in February, in New York. Um, if we don't completely ruin our home, and we can continue advancing with our technologies, there might be a day where we don't really gather in the same room anymore because the risks are not worth it with what we have available to us in our living room. Like you know, in terms of like. I mean, the coronavirus. <laughs> exactly. And like people, you know, just like eliminating the variables. Oh, yeah. And living from your apartment, I think people are starting to do that now. So, yeah, I mean, all this to say, do you think certain platforms or certain presentations of ideas may become more or less relevant or useful, may become extinct um, over time? I have no we may not see it. I have no idea. I I like if people don't gather in the same space, is stand up comedy yeah. going to be a thing that people do two hundred, two hundred fifty years from now? I mean, people still like look at specials or in their house. Like Netflix is like massive. Like so, there is an element of people just staying home and watching Netflix specials of stand up. Yeah, right now, but it's still but, in front of like yeah crowds. Yeah, but I feel like you can always fake that, you know? You can... <laughs> yeah. you, you, I mean, if you want to produce just content, you can always produce That's it. true. And uh, look at how Seinfeld started each episode. Yeah. With kind of like a studio crowd type of yeah, thing. Yeah, a little bit of a... But I mean, I I think those sets were recorded in front of like a... Live, I'm, a live audience? Uh, I don't know how live... But I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't be surprised if like there weren't just the the I wouldn't be surprised just because the standards were so high, like I wouldn't be surprised if like those people were like like real people laughing. Yeah, I wouldn't um, either. I think you're right too. Um I don't but think you're wrong. It, but you can fake it. I mean, I'm not saying it was completely like a regular show. It was obviously like a TV studio, but I mean there's uh, yeah. You can do it. I, I So I think it's still just the nature. I think people like to be around people. And even though things might go to the shitter, I feel like that need of 
community is always going to exist in some ways. Yeah. Um, I ha- like uh, someone telling jokes in front of people, trying to make them laugh is like, even if it is like three people in a bunker, <laughs> just fighting for like rat scraps, someone is going to put a rat in their face and going to say, oh, I'm a rat man. Mm-hmm. And somebody's going to laugh. Like as that's long, what I would do, by the way. He, that's what exactly that's what, the that's joke. what you would that's do. That's exactly the joke <laughs> I would do. <laughs> I think as long as there is the need to communicate, there will be someone who's trying to, you know, make people laugh. Yeah. I think it's important. Yeah. And it's such a uh, natural like it's it's a natural thing to do with your body. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And uh, you know they say that eyes are the window to the soul, but I also think laughter can can be when you hear someone's laugh. It's like oh yeah, can I mean, hear who they are. Yeah, when you control a room, when you're in front of a room and you're doing well, and you're just like hating every joke or like, mm-hmm. and then you start riffing mm-hmm. and. And people laugh at the riff and you connect with the audience and they know what's funny about you and you know what they like and you give them what they like and then you test some other, uh, how far you can go with the stuff and you still, it's a, it's, there's very few feelings like that, you know? It's really good. I have one more question yeah. and then Please. I'm going to open it up to you before we uh, maybe play a game and then yeah, I, that's it's pretty good with me. Yeah, Cool. Okay, I'm here. So, so, okay, cool. I'm here. So, my question is, what do you want to say? What do you want to do, like, with your comedy? What impact do you want to have on the world? Like, that little muscle that popped out on your chest from the decline <laughs> bench press? Like, yeah. what little <laughs> what little bulge do you want to make on, on the world's chest? I honestly want to make zero <laughs> impact in the world you do uh, oh a hundred percent so the taoist approach the who like a taoist like do what's necessary uh not even that i my so my objective is to just go on stage and make people laugh and i don't have any altruistic that's it's just for my own enjoyment sometimes i do seek that connection but because but i just want to have fun and like i like have fun with people um yeah i am very reticent about believing in the transformatory powers of comedy and the especially when it comes to social transformation i i am very skeptic about all that it's like we are comedians and we i want to make people laugh i don't need to change the world i don't know how much you can change the world if you could change the world with comedy like the daily show existed for a long time and we still got trump as a president later so and they were doing great job pointing out like a lot of the things that were wrong while being extremely funny and it still led to a horrible thing that we have so i think people tend 
it's fun for comedians to say we are speaking truth to power we are the holders of truth and we stand here i feel like i call a little bit of bullshit on that it's like you just want to make people laugh and like what you're good at is like <laughs> finding but i don't i honestly don't think there's like that much of a transformative yeah. power of comedy i appreciate behind, that honestly you know? yeah that's it's good like, yeah I mean, I think that it may have the capacity to do that in an individual's life, but I don't think it necessarily needs to be the impetus or the impulse that yeah. that a comedian works from. Like, yeah. I don't think it, that should be the goal, but I think it can do that. Like, truth can find people in uh, in many different ways. I like truth. I think the funniest. I'm a big. I <clears throat> love truth. Like the the search for truth. It's so funny. Uh, it leads to so much funny. And I feel like it is such a, as an art form, it is such a, an important part of the whole process. Mm -hmm. I love it. I just don't think that the, <laughs> the power that people give uh, or attribute to comedy, as, uh, yeah, it's... I feel like it's a little too much. Mm -hmm. Like, and some people like to ride high on their own egos to say it's like I am the holder of truth, and like I'm speaking to the things that are wrong. It's like I, I don't know. Maybe it's because the subjects I speak. I talk about soup. I, I love soup. Soup is the best thing in the world. I really <laughs> like it. And <laughs> I don't expect like to change anyone's mind about soup. You know, it's like if I hope if you come see me, I don't expect anyone. It's like, oh fuck, he revealed my truth about soup. It's like <laughs> I see soup in a completely different light now. It's like it's I just it's, fucking it's, soup. It's soup, you know. I like it. Is uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And it's fine if you don't. Like I might get mad at you and think you're stupid, but uh, <laughs> I think soup is great. But again, I wait, don't have wait, like wait. a ulterior okay. motive. What is it about so soup? Soup is great. What about it though? Well, it's it's food that you don't have to chew. First of all, and also fair. It's super cheap. It saved my life many times. Fair. I love it. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I like it. Why do I have to explain about soup? I, I, know, I feel I'm just like curious. now I feel like you're inquis like you're being an inquisitor. Now I kind of am. Well, I don't like it. How has soup changed your life? It, it, How has soup helped has, you find truth? It kept me kept me alive for many years because it's very cheap and I can eat it for very cheap. Well, comedy is very cheap and you can eat it. You can eat it, yeah, but it can. So is comedy soup? Soup. I don't think comedy is well. Is soup better than comedy? Well, anything can be soup if you have a pot big enough. You know? Wow. Wow. I know. You wow. just played my game better wow. than I've ever played it. No, I haven't. I tried to trap you into a corner, and then you you inverted that corner, and no. you're like, I'm on the other side. Because now. if you are trying to look into a deeper meaning of this, then you are wrong. Then <laughs> <And> I <laughs> win. Because to me, I feel like it's. <laughs> There's no, I try not, there's no metaphor. There's no metaphor. This is literal. 
I am. If you have a bot big enough, literally, you can make a soup out of anything. Oh, I'm dude. not. I'm talking that, about meetings and language. That and is you, on you. It's not on me. I'm it's talking on about. Me. A literal, I'm talking about braid soup. A literal, like, building size pot. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about gigs <laughs> of like memory on people's phones that they're downloading this podcast episode episode two, and we just made this soup for people to. You just said episoup. I just wanted to point that out. Well, why are you trying to point it out if you're not trying to make any connections or meaning? Oh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just, I like to point it out because uh, I feel like soup gets you in, in ways that uh, you didn't thought it would. It is ingrained in you, but you were like fighting against it. But now it's on you. Yeah. I don't know what I'm putting out. I put it out because it's funny. Because you s- <laughs> honestly, I put it out because it's stupid that you said epi soup. <laughs> What's epi soup? You look yeah. so dumb. It's I'm stupid. sorry. <laughs> it's very stupid. It's very. <laughs> it just sounds funny. You made a boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I pointed out. I, didn't, I made a I didn't. Freudian uh, slip. Exactly. Yeah, I did. I guess. Or maybe you just were saying soup a lot, and episode yeah, sounds that's fair. like soup. Maybe I just literally had a slip up. Yeah. Um, thanks for coming. No this fun. has been fun. Thank you. Yeah. And I um fun. I, I, yeah, and and thanks for just letting me ask like, you know, silly basic questions about the life of a, you know, an interests of a comedian. If if not all comedians, I'm just just you. So thanks for humoring me as I just ask these questions. I'm just genuinely interested in what people do. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. I think like what you have here is so so fun and interesting. I feel thanks. like that is a very noble endeavor to just uh get and wrangle around as many artists as you can and meet them it's like so fun i feel like yes a lot of respect for that thanks i'm just trying to make a big old bowl and uh (laughs) big enough to make soup i hope that's literal because otherwise you're wasting your time well sometimes we do provide soup for people we have we provide them with meals i feel well that's Actually, the the last time we had a rock rising meal, we 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 uh, we served soup. Exactly, soup is great. That's what I'm saying. Thanks for coming on <laughs> and like highlighting this soup is very great. Thank you. Soup is good. Soup is great. I like French onion. Uh, it's a little pretentious soup, but it's good. It's a good soup. Well, I like it from Panera. Is that still pretentious? It's pretty pretentious. It's like too complicated. Very good. I get the you pick too. It's like a combo. It's yeah, good. It's a good soup. Pretentious. I like it. I like okay. it. It's okay. a good soup. It's I like pretentious it. though. Is uh, no well, it is. It says like you put it on a pot. You you just like melt the cheese up. It, yeah, right. It's like a lot, a lot of prep. It's a, it's yeah, a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah, prep. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's just onion soup, but like, it's fine. We do like you have it. a favor soup? Oh yeah, I have frijoles charros. I like what is that? Soup. It's like a Mexican soup. What do you? It has do you, a pork, uh, bacon, beans. Uh, it has like a tomato base. You it's got me so on good. the first two. I'm already down. Pork, bacon, done. Oh, so good. Okay, well, okay. Let's play a game, and then we'll. Uh, and then I'm. And then I'm yeah. good. Yeah. Do you want to plug anything? Uh, just follow me on Instagram at Juan Nicolón. Uh, and I usually uh, post there a lot of the shows I'm doing. Cool. I have a. A couple of shows coming up that are really fun. Can you spell it at at symbol at J U A N N I C O L O N? Got him. Yeah. Do you post soup? 
photos? <laughs> you bet your ass I do. No, you don't. I have a I'm f- following you I, I, after I, this. I thing. have a photo with, uh, I have a big pot, so I make a lot of soups in advance. <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> I, have a, I do. I have seven soups in one pot, which is like, yeah. You have seven soups in yeah. one pot? Yeah, like uh, one pot gets me about seven soups. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is seven servings. Seven servings. I thought you soup. made seven different soups in one pot. I was no, like, no, how no, in no, the no, fuck no, do you no, do no, that no. with like one soup. That's a bad... The, soup is one bad take. It's like you can't make two soups at the same time yeah, with the same no, pot. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, but, yeah, so I make seven soups, which is great. It's great because you get one soup a day. This game is called Mind Meld. Okay. And it's kind of I know. like... It, Great. I think. Well, you explain it. But it's a very common game in It's pretty improv. common in improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- so, yeah. So, but the, here are my rules. Okay. Which may be different. These are the LFA rules and may be different. Um, it's kind of like um, brain soup, if you will. Oh, okay. I don't like the the metaphor, but okay. That's why I did it. That's why <laughs> I'm know, pushing know, it. It's because you don't like <laughs> yeah. metaphors about I soup. honestly don't care. <laughs> like, I, I feel like I you feel don't, like, but it's I feel a like bit it's, that we're going It's very with. fun to take dumb positions for me. <laughs> me too, dude. It's, it's very fun. Sometimes yeah. I'll, like, uh, I'll go too far with just taking a position to see where it goes. Yeah. You know who else did that? Uh, Marlon Brando. Oh. Yeah, he was a he was um, an interesting little guy. Oh yeah. Anyway, so I'll do I'll say three two one. We both say the first word that comes out of our mouth. Okay. And then we say three two one again, three two one again, three two one again. And and it's cool if we can meld the word. Mm-hmm. We find the same word. Got it. We just can't repeat the word any words that we've said in Before. the in the round. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Three, two, one. Round. Catapult. Sorry. I, I waited a little bit. You said catapult. Yes. Rounding catapult. Rounding and round, catapult. Round. Round and catapult. Yeah. Okay. Three. We got it. Two. One. Boulder. Stone. Ah. Oh, I was going to say, oh, because. Right, right, right. Okay. Three. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. Okay. Let me think one. Uh, oh, do we have time? I don't know. We got time. Oh, okay. Do you want to count down? Uh, no, no, no. We can. We, we, Three, we can. two, one. Fly. Climbing. Oh, that was great. Climbing I did, and fly. I, um, okay, I have something, but I don't know if that's it. I should have done boulder. It's okay. You Slap myself. Uh, Why okay would you catapult a stone? That's it, what a slingshot. No, for. S- stone is great. Thanks. Stone is good. I like that. Like positive. I thought the same thing. I thought it's like I should have the stone. Uh, okay. But boulder, Grass boulder. Is I, th- I, know, I feel like boulder is more pretentious to stone. It's like I try to go too far. It's I the shoot. French onion soup of ex- ex- <laughs> of, of, of uh, catapults. catapults. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we almost had a mind meld there. Um, but I feel like uh, that's the thing about this game. The more complicated you try to make it, yep. the worse you you, yep. you are. And I think I went too far with the boulder. So I think it's on me, not on you. But like we, we can keep going. So it was climbing and fly. Fly, climbing and fly. Three, two, one, fall. Oh, I was going to say fall. That's so weird. I need to just say the thing I was going to say. Fall Fall and and rope. rope. Fall and rope. I have, okay, I have one, but it's not going to be good. Oh, mine either. Okay, let's do it. Three, two, Two, one, one. rappel. (laughs) Suicide. Oh, that's great. That's good. Suicide and that's, repel? That's my okay, best. suicide and repel. Suicide and repel? Uh, do you have one? I, have, I do. I, I have nothing, but okay. I'll, well, I'll show, show something. Suicide and repel. 
you're not supposed to, to no you're make not faces but i want me. to i want <laughs> to make faces okay let's let's do faces one and let's keep moving let's keep moving uh okay uh so suicide and repel okay uh three two one guillotine hanging yeah ah, hanging, guillotine. hanging and guillotine okay i have something okay and uh, do you do you uh, i don't want to speak do, 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 do okay speak. Three, two, one. Crime. Capital punishment. Oh, yeah. Crime and capital mm -hmm. punishment. Uh, okay, let's try. Three, two, one. Death government. sentence. Ah, Death sentence. Government. Death sentence and government. Okay, let's do it. Three, two, one. Republican. Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, <laughs> that was a weird one. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein, Epstein and Republican. Okay. We can, can we do it? I think three. I have something. Two, two one. Trump. Trump. Yeah, <laughs> we got it. Dude, thank you for coming. Thank you very much. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. That was very fun. All right. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Yeah. This podcast is produced by Rock Rising. Come follow us on Instagram. And if you want to hear more podcasts, visit rockrising.org. Thanks.